Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to You, The Best Invention Ever, featuring host Valencia Lyle Saunders, a show dedicated to inspiring you to invent something incredible, your life. Hello, 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 and happy Thanksgiving. I know it was um, a couple of days ago, but I want to wish you a, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you were with the ones you love. And I hope you ate well and enjoyed um, your company. And for those of you who went shopping, God bless you. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to say hey to Carol Penn Erskine. I mean, Carol, Dr. Carol Penn. Ooh! I had a flashback. <laughs> I had a flashback, y'all. Anyway, um, hey, Carol, Dr. Carol. Um, hello, how hello. Your thanks- happy, thanks- happy Thanksgiving to you and yours and all of our listeners as well. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was lovely. I actually achieved something this year that I've been hoping to achieve for a long time, and that was just a very peaceful, quiet, no fanfare, just peace, just, just a real Thanksgiving, peace and quiet and calm. I did something I love to do. I just got in that kitchen, girl, and I just cooked. I just cooked all, right. all day. I thought all about right. the ancestors. I seasoned. I slow roasted. I thought about, you know, my grandmother and how, you know, just those magical things that some people can just make. I don't know. They seem to pull something out of the air. You know, how do you make that? Oh, just a pinch of this and mm-hmm. a pinch of that. So you never know what the pinch is. But, uh, I know. yeah, that's how, that's how I spent my Thanksgiving, and I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I got a text from a neighbor of mine, and she said, how did our great-grandmothers do all this? She said, I got kids running around the house. I'm trying to cook and clean. I need some Patron. <laughs> Well, yeah, because they, you know, they, they had to they go had out. They had, they had to go kill the turkey before, you know, yeah. and do all they that, take to... all the feathers off and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. They knew how to pluck a chicken, kill a cow, and there was something in that little white cup. <laughs> yes. That's why yeah, I said, get so... out of my kitchen. Get out of my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, girl, I thought about all of that, and I thought about my grandmother and her kitchen and how she, she could just make her food was just, she was magical, and her food was magical. And I said, oh, my goodness. And, you know, she was raised in a farm where, again, if it was on the table, they literally raised it from, you know, when it was a baby animal to now. It's part of, you know, the, you know everything, everything, so, you know. Yep. And, 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 and then had to cook it on a cold stove and all this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to admit, I was a I was a country girl. I know how to pluck a chicken. I do, I do. I know how to kill a chicken and pluck that sucker. Would I do it today? No. But <laughs> yeah, you know, if 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 I had to, and that was my means, I could do it. Right. So right. I got I got a little bit of that. Well, so maybe I'll do I'm, that I'm, next I'm grateful for uh, just having to order it from the store and take it from there. <laughs> Thank you, right? Oof. So um, in the light of Thanksgiving, I mean, I think I felt in my, I kind of felt like so many of us just wanted to be with our loved ones and our families and just, like you said, wanted to have a peaceful Thanksgiving because there's been so much going on prior to this. Of course, there was Ferguson And, of course, there's the Bill Cosby, and, of course, you know, there was something else going, you know, many, many kinds of things that fall into that gap. And um, I just want to acknowledge 
you know, those as Ferguson who are heartbroken and those who, you know, all of us who are heartbroken at that scenario and just wish you all peace mm. and justice at some point in this whole thing, all these shenanigans, and that the truth will prevail. Anyway. Yes. Yes. We want, I just want to do a little recap. You know, we're doing a three-part segment, Mind, Body, Spirit. And last month, we did Mind, Get Your Mind Right. And we talked, and um, Dr. Carol gave us so many incredible insights about getting our mind right. And between now and then, she did a workshop which was about dance and qigong and getting your mind right. So we want to recap with Dr. Carol. Dr. Carol, please recap for us. Yes, yes, yes. So in this three-part series, we have mind, body, and spirit. And the first one a month ago was about mind. And it really all starts with getting our minds correct. If we are not able to work with that inner GTS, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter So, so it, it, because all else kind of just falls apart or it doesn't happen. Um, you know, we hear people talking about getting the body right and they're all, they're all going to go join the club and they're going to work, work out. And then the next thing we hear is, oh, well, oh, the club just didn't work for me. We mean the club or the gym just did. We mean, what do you mean the gym worked for you? It didn't go anywhere. It was right there. No. It didn't wake you up and say, come on, let's go. Yes. No, you didn't work for you. You didn't get that. That inner seed was not planted. And oftentimes people will say, well, I planted the seed because, you know, hey, that really was my intention. I did have an intention. And I, then I'm like, did you water the seed? Did you till the soil? Did you put some fertilizer? So in other words, that's my metaphor for you can't, we should, most human beings can't just visit the intention one time. Mm-hmm. We have to tend to the garden on a daily basis. Mm. And the garden is our mind. So it's those little things that you do day in and day out, hopefully with consistency is the key. Mm -hmm. So we create the intention, the intention for little seedling. And then we, for, for most things, we have to tend the garden. We have to till the soil. We have to water the area where the seed is planting. The soil's not quite right, meaning us. So then we have to, you know, put in a little fertilizer to put in those necessary nutrients so that when the seed takes root and starts to grow, it can grow into the full blossoming of the intention. So we can, the theme of your show, so we can invent and be our best selves. And again, that goes back to the mind. Albert Mm -hmm. Einstein says that imagination is more important than knowledge. In other Mm. words, getting the the mind right. So that was the theme of our our first show. We talked about um, the importance of meditation as one of the tools that we can use in getting our minds right. And I want to keep building on that. However, adding in today, now that we've got that little seedling in the ground, we're going mm-hmm. to keep building upon that, getting the mind right, and we're also going to bring the body into it. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have to have to play both ends against the middle. So sometimes mm-hmm. if that's not working over here, you can bring in reinforcement and truth and work from the other direction. And we can use our bodies in that way. And the more we move our bodies, we can also bring in health. We can also physical health as well as mental health. Mm-hmm. Because like um, Funkadelic says, 
move your beep and um, something. I forget, girl, but it has something to do with that. <laughs> George Clinton, he told a great storyteller. Yes. He talks about, you know, moving your feet to get your behind right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. That's right. Yes. 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 So, absolutely. Very, very, very important. And there are all kinds of uh, that one can use in the same way that you can use a quiet practice such as meditation. You can eat, a lot of people don't think of it, but movement itself can even be a form of meditation. So one of, one of my favorite things is, um, have you ever watched a dog just walking down the street and all of a sudden the dog will just stop and the muscles in his back will twitch and then he'll shake shake his hind leg, first one, mm-hmm. then the other, then his tail and it hits. Then he'll, you know, mm-hmm. and then the whole little body will shake, ending up with his head and the ears just flop and everything that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that because I see see that's why the dog don't need no psychiatrist because Mm-mm. whatever it was that was bothering him an hour ago he just shook it off he just let there it you go. go. Taylor Swift did the same thing, shake it off. It's like woo. And, yes, and I do that. You know, and I, I do that with my patients. I do with people who come to my my workshop, just I put on some music and I just say to whatever it is that you came in here that's got your face all frowned up, just come on, come on, let's go. Shake it mm-hmm. off, shake it off. And it can be slow and gentle, it can be fast, do whatever you need to do. And I often will tell the story about observing a dog do that. And I said, let it go. Because mm-hmm. whatever it is that happened 10 minutes ago, 10 months ago or 10 years ago, it is it has channeled itself deep into your body and it got you stuck and that's that wrinkle across your forehead. Right. Because you wow. literally have, you know, because our, um, our emotions, our fears, all of these things go deep into the, the musculature of our body. And really? they sit there and they oh oh yes. Oh yes, we bury things kinesthetically. You know, and so those those that you know, angry when you've had those bursts of anger or rage and at the time, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't pick up the shovel and, and tear up your office. So we you know right. Look at all the mm-hmm. people walking around with low back pain or TMJ mm. where their jaws are so tight as if, it's almost as if someone wired their jaw shut. That, wow. That, those are patterns of tension, rage, upset that get buried deeply in the body, and it's a, it's a protective mechanism because it allows us to go on in the moment. But if we don't have a channel to let it go, wow, wow, it just stays buried. You know, I have noticed that sometimes I will notice that my hands, my fists are clenched, and I have no outward reason why they're that way. And then, I, you know, I find myself saying, oh, what am I doing that for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's that holding that- on to some kind of tension somewhere. Literally, and you see, and what you just said was so beautiful. It's a gorgeous illustration. You say your hands are clenched, mm-hmm. so you are literally holding on to something. Yeah, and wow. you don't remember what it is that you're holding on to, but you're holding on. Then, and just like you know, tight, tight, tight. Mm-hmm. Um, with the clenched fist, we do that with the clenched jaw. We do that, you know, with, with our lower back in yoga. The the lower back, right there, that sort of that deep place at the end of the spinal column or the end of uh, the vertebrae, we call that the psychic knot. Because mm. a long time ago, thousands of years ago, ancient wow. people realized that we do hold patterns of tension in our body. So, in other words, low back pain has been around a long time. For, yeah. for human beings. And low back pain not caused necessarily by physical stress, 
and hard work mm-hmm. over that happens too, but by emotional stress and the hard work of that. So, again, these are things that are very important to pay attention to. And they can be, we can break up these six patterns of fear, disease, strong emotional upset through movement. Very, very important tool. And I know, you know, what's unique about what you, you know, you're, focus is that you are a doctor. However, you have a different sensibility. And so we end up going to doctors for medications, uh, for lower back, for operations, for lower back. And, and, you know, what I'm hearing you say is first attack it from that psychic vantage point. What is what stresses are you holding on to? Let's start there before we go to more drastic. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And again, so from my point of view, mm-hmm. at the at the very, very root of that. So let's say you do need to go on to a prescription medication, or you do need to go on to uh, a surgery or more invasive treatment, all the else that follows is going to go easier and be mm-hmm. made better by having prepared the body in a special way. So, mm-hmm. um, for, for example, it's been a long time in the professional dance world and in the professional athletic world that when uh, an athlete or a dance, dancer or person, anyone who uses their body to make their living gets injured mm-hmm. before you have your surgery, for example, oftentimes you would do three or four months of physical therapy and strengthening exercises to build up the musculature around the injury so that when you did have the surgery, your recovery would be that much quicker. Mm-hmm. And so no matter no reason- what, go ahead, go ahead. So no matter what state you're in, you should always be in a place of trying to strengthen muscles. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Because, again, uh, prepared muscle responds to injury, whatever the cause of the injury, much quicker than an out-of-condition muscle. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know it makes sense, and we and we all should really treat our our body temples like we are elite athletes or performers, because our bodies really are designed to last a very long time in a state mm-hmm. of vitality and well being. And, and that's how you it, should think of of yourself always to be in a state of vitality and well being. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And so, um, and and so much, so much of my work, personally with myself, I always begin with myself. Self care is the heart of self care. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do my best on a daily basis to teach it to my patients, teach it to uh, students, teach it to uh, uh, to other uh, professionals. It starts with taking good care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit. Oftentimes, uh, people in general, and patients in particular, will ask, well, Dr. Carol, what's the best exercise? And my response is always the one you'll do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, right. yes, people, the general message is people need to get moving. And I can design the most Visit exercise program for you in the known world. However, if it's not something that you resonate with, that you right. you know you might do it once or twice, you're not going to do it. So part of it, you know, so for me, 
what do I like to do to, to keep myself moving? Well, you know, since I was a professional dancer before becoming a physician, I love to dance. I love social mm-hmm. dancing. I love choreographed dancing. I love, I love ballet. I love modern. So that, you know, I could do that over and over and over again. I will just go back to those movements. And so that, you know, maybe that's something that calls to you. You have to find what it is that you like. So mm-hmm. yoga, I, I love yoga. Do I like all yoga? No. I have found the yoga that resonates with me the way that I like to move. And some people say, oh, that I tried that yoga class. And I'll say, well, what kind of yoga was it? Oh, they say, you know, they call it hot yoga. The room was 106 degrees and all this. And I just stopped saying it. And I said, well, you know, did you enjoy it? No, I hated it. And I said, well, then mm. that's not so the stop yoga doing for it. you. <laughs> <laughs> you hated it. Stop doing it. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all and I think that's that, how we start to associate exercise with what we hate. That's right. That's right. Hate that's it, right. exercise, same person. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we need to look look at those things that bring us joy in terms mm-hmm. of taking care of the body. And, and then people to try some new things. You know, just take some time to try some new things to see what it is, like you said, that resonates with you. That's right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, there is um oh and there's just you know, there's so much out there. There's if you like to run or jog or walk, again, mm-hmm. you don't need any kind of um, gym membership or club membership to do that. But, you know, right. get out and, you know, uh, take a walk. Now, um, almost everyone has some sort of cable TV and all this mm-hmm. kind of, of thing. My goodness, when you wake up in the morning, they have all kind of exercise programs on the TV. So mm-hmm. you can and and exercise. Uh, Exercise right along with with Miss Susan and 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 her her special Zumba class, you know. So there's mm-hmm. almost no excuse. There's almost no excuse, you know. And if, what I've started to kind of like to do is turn on my favorite song and just go for it in the house by mm, myself. Mm, just mm-hmm. just act like I'm you know 21 in the club. <laughs> so nobody yeah. can see that. <laughs> yeah, me. and have a yeah. have a good have a nice little sweat, and you know, move on. Exactly. Oh, and I like what you said there about having a nice little sweat. You know, of course, I work with uh, many women that are of a certain age, and mm-hmm. many of them are are going through menopause. And one mm-hmm. of the biggest complaints about Menopause is, of course, you know, the the, the sweat, mm-hmm. you know, the hot flashes. The hot You're going, Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But you know what? Those sweats and those hot flashes—they're designed to promote something in our bodies called cellular apoptosis. Or program. Cell, you say that again? Cellular apoptosis. Apoptosis. Okay. And that's a fancy term meaning programmed cell death. So oh. each each of our seventy to a hundred trillion cells that make up the human body have a finite lifespan hmm. for new cells have to be renewed or again so the body is always renewing itself and when Mm. a woman comes to the end of her childbearing years there is a speed up in this program cellular death and as and so when anything speeds up it gives off heat correct Mm -hmm. so guess what this process is going on in your body and guess what that leads to hot flashes. 
Wow. That's part of the whole an antidote for for lessening the hot flashes and the symptoms of it is for women in during the menopausal years, during those hot flash tendency years, is to get up in the morning and do really vigorous make a sweat exercise. Mm. Because guess what? That speeds up that heat, that helps those cells that now need to die off. You know, their job is done. And you, mm-hmm. you get that, break that. It, but, and then you don't have, the body doesn't need to do it. So now right. your in, internal oven can, you know, dial back to keep it warm instead of burn it up. And mm-hmm. you'll find that those symptoms, those menopausal symptoms, those hot flashes, are much better controlled. Wow. Who knew? <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the body and its wisdom, it's designed in a very particular way. And the other piece that I'd like to talk about, and this goes across the board for men as well as women, is that movement, exercise is a great mood elevator. Mm. So if you are struggling with the blues and even depression, right? movement, again, because it turns on the body's endorphins or mm-hmm. our chemical substances that make us feel good, will it's naturally lift the mood. Yeah. It's so counterintuitive. When you have the blues, all you want to do is sit. <laughs> yes, and so that part part of that is yes, you do get into the stage where you just want to curl up into a, a, a little ball and, and mm-hmm. withdraw, but you also most people when you get it, you don't like the way you feel either. You want right. to get rid of it. And so right. so one can dose oneself. With, mm-hmm. with music, with exercise, with movement, the endorphins then are released into the body, and then the mood naturally starts to lift. So when you feel that blue kind of moment, just get up and have a walk. How about that? And, and kind of take it from there, you know, because yeah. sometimes it feels like the least you you, you want to do the least amount of productive anything. Yes. 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 Oftentimes it does feel that way. And yes, if you literally get up and and take a walk, you can shift yourself right out of it. And what's interesting is that over time it has an accumulative effect. So mm-hmm. we feel good hormones, these natural, naturally occurring mood enhancers begin to stay in our bloodstream at longer and at a more concentrated level. So it's accumulative. Oh. So, you know, the benefit is, wow, you feel better one day, two days, three days, four days. And again, going back to watering our garden, though, you need to do it every day. Just like we brush our teeth twice a day. So mm-hmm. these, some of these, these mind, body, and practices, again, if people could think twice a day, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, think, you wouldn't think of leaving your house without brushing your teeth. Right. Yeah. And you, you, know, shouldn't, you shouldn't end your day or without having some kind of physical activity. You know, maybe right. you need to get out some aggression. You need to try boxing, try, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, jumping rope. You know, find it. It's out there. It's out there for you. It's out there for you. You know, your or maybe you have to have a a rotation, you know? Some people just can't stay focused on one thing for too long. So have a rotation of exercises that you or activities that you like to do. Yes. I'm such a being. I can't um I don't have that long an attention span, and I do yeah. find myself needing the variety. 
I enjoy mm-hmm. the variety very, very much. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be any one thing. Just like, you know, you don't need the same sandwich every day. Variety right. is good for you. Variety yeah. is good for you. And it is it is definitely good for you as far as your movement diet is concerned. Mm, movement diet. I like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Your movement nutrition. You just movement is nutrition as well as eating. That's right. That's right. Well. That's right. So in an so and again, just ah, you know, there's there's so much and another an, another topic to look at along with elevating what's happening with our bodies is how the nutrition that we bring into our body, the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. So that's Absolutely. also that's a, a part one. of, yeah, that's also part of healing this body and dealing with this body. I'm looking a lot now at uh, food practices that we can do again on a daily basis to, to heal the gut, heal the gut. So many of us are dealing with bloat and dealing with the extra weight around the waistline. Last mm-hmm. time we talked about how it's important for women to have a waistline 35 inches or, or below and men mm-hmm. 40 inches or below. Once the waistline hits that number and goes above it, we're predisposing ourselves uh, to to all kinds of disease, cancer, heart yeah. attacks, so heart disease, uh, um, digestional uh, diseases. So healing our gut and our nutritional IQ, increasing that nutritional IQ is very, very important. Awesome. So, you know, we need these yeah. kind of touchstone numbers to, to see where we need to get to because if you don't know, then you, you feel like you have carte blanche to keep, you know, keep going. But if you're like, you know what, I need to keep it around 35 yeah, you know, yeah, and I don't, I don't want it. I, you know, if I'm above that. I that's want to maximum. Get it down to at least that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that that alone, that measurement alone, very, very, very important. Just to know, like you said, the touchstone to know that number, and mm-hmm. to help people be aware of what it is that they're eating, and again, the importance of increasing one's nutritional IQ, increasing one's movement IQ in order to increase our wellness and our vitality. Wow. So in terms of our our nutritional IQ, um, you know, it's so hard to think about dieting, and it really stresses us. And for staying in that, in that lane over time, you know, once, you know, the idea of deprivation swings, the pendulum swings totally the other way and we go to gorging, how can we have a a meter where we can say, you know what, Um, I'm having a piece of cake today, but tomorrow I'm going to, you know, lighten up and, and keep my diet in a different place than, than the Thanksgiving feast we just had. <laughs> you know, we yes, can't do that yes, every yes. day. No, so. you cannot do that. You cannot do that every day. You cannot. And, again, I'll go back to what we talked about last month. It all begins with the mind and getting your mind mm-hmm. right, setting your intentions, and, and saying, you know, at the end of this day, how is it that I want to feel? Will I be able to look back on this day and say that I made the most loving, kind, compassionate choices for my well-being that I possibly could have? Now, Carol, I like that, but I'm thinking about myself, and I was like, well, if I love myself, I should have some cake. If I want to be compassionate because yeah, I feel a little down, I should have, you know, just a little fried chicken, you know, to comfort myself yes. with the macaroni and cheese. Yes. What, and again, it, what can and I again. say to myself that says, okay, I haven't had any fruit today. I haven't. What is, is there like a, 
a formula that we should try and stay in or around or at least be in the vicinity of like in a week. Yeah, and again, it's, um, you know, evolution of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, in that I say that I tell people every day, try, try to eat a rainbow. Look at your mm-hmm. plate. You want your plate to be colorful. Look at mm-hmm. your portion size. You want to look at your fist, and you want the portion of each food type on your plate not to be any larger than your fist. And you mm-hmm. always, you know, want to ask yourself, when when I'm eating, how does this food make me feel? Pay mm-hmm. attention. I felt, that, you know, for eating time, eating time is not time for texting. It's not time for mm-hmm. watching TV. It's not time for all the thousand and one distractions that we, we tend to get into when it's time you, you eat. Pay attention to your food. Mm-hmm. To your food. I had, um, I'll, I'll tell you um, an example. I had one patient who, oh, she had been on, you know, uh, the little purple pill for years because she always mm. had gas and bloating and discomfort around eating. And just mm-hmm. the, the simple, I, I said, well, you know, when you eat, what are you doing? And she described sort of a typical meal, and then I made the suggestion of, well, I want you to turn your phone off when you are getting ready to sit down to dinner, mm-hmm. and I want to turn. I want you to set a place for yourself at the table like you matter, mm-hmm. and I want you to pay attention to your food, to your food. Mm, take your time. Don't take be a, your time. a hog. Lo, lo, and behold, lo and behold, this woman is off of medication. She no longer has what she thought, you know, that she had with reflux disease. And mm. and again, so, you know, so many, so many of us walk around feeling like we have reflux disease, well, you know, we're overwhelming the body and the system by, you know, when you eat, eat. When right. You're, when you're, you know, washing the dishes, wash the dishes. When you, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, this notion that we have that we can multitask. Yeah, we really can't. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're not designed like that. No, we're just trying to impress others. Like our bosses, yeah, doing a whole whole lot of things that ultimately cause harm. So you know, again, simple things, simple, 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 simple things. If you could, and and you will find, and then and also are people like you say, you know, you want that piece of cake or you want the piece of fried chicken. Mm-hmm. We are very, very, very attenuated to sweet tasting things and mm-hmm. salty tasting things. And one of the things is to gradually cut back on mm-hmm. on on your sugars, and then to be aware and also become a bit of a, a sugar sleuth or a sugar detective. Do you know mm-hmm. that when you when you pick up and read a label, anything that ends on O S E mm. is a sugar. So you have galactose, sucrose, lactose, fructose. Mm. All of those are sugars. So OSD when you equals sugar. OSD equals sugar. And so, That's you know, no wonder we're, we're, you know, we're all hooked on this stuff. You know, we're consuming so many sugars, and a lot of times we don't even know it. And, again, right. be, aware, be aware of sugar substitutes, even the so-called natural ones, because they're actually about 100 times sweeter than sugar. And, again, really? it keeps our brain in this loop of wanting sweet. Wow. And you will find that as you gradually cut back on your sugars, that it takes less and less sweet to satisfy you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, so there's, you know, little small adjustments that we can do like that that ultimately make a world of difference. How about sleeping? Oh, how about sleeping? 
so important. Mm-hmm. So, and again, mm-hmm. we're talking about taking care of the body and healing the body. Mm-hmm. You need a good night's sleep every night. Now, with our modern-day technology, if you don't plug mm-hmm. in your cell phone when you go to bed at night, what happens when you need to use it the next day? It's got no charge, no battery, no energy. Yep. We need to recharge each and every night in much the same way. Most adult humans need anywhere from seven to nine hours of sleep. Some of us can do six, and some of us need ten. But on average, on average, and then it's a number we're all familiar with, it's about eight. Mm-hmm. And most of us are sleep deprived. We simply don't get enough good quality rest. Right. And what does that translate into? Oh, again, that translates, a lot of it translates into sleep apnea, translates into obesity, translates into um, anemia, Mm. translates into any number of disease processes that, whoa, whoa, again, just just suck life and vitality out, out of us. Wow. So all this stuff about people bragging, like, I only had three hours of sleep. <laughs> I don't need right. to sleep. <laughs> right. They really do. Yeah. No, no, no. And that, you know, there there are a handful of human beings, that, that adult humans, that don't need a lot of sleep. They, you know, and that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, I'm not saying if, you know, you, you fall outside of the curve, there's always the exception to the rule. I'm just, mm-hmm. whatever your number is for your health and vitality, you need to get that number. Do you know, with, you know, we have a pandemic of type 2 diabetes occurring now. And do you know that type 2 diabetes can begin to reverse when a person gets the right amount of sleep for them? Now, how does one find out what that number really is for them? Well, one of the things you can do is, first of all, bedrooms are for sleeping insects, so mm-hmm. take out all the electronics. Mm. And if you can have um, the luxury of this, take the alarm clock out mm-hmm. and go, go to bed every night at the same time. Mm-hmm. And see what time you wake up naturally. Can we, like, you know, like, say, take a weekend starting Friday, Saturday, yep. and Sunday to, to yes, kind of get could. a baseline for yourself? Maybe you can find out how you feel by Monday? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely, Julie. You certainly can. You can also keep a little sleep diary, record how many times you uh, might wake up during the night, mm. uh, wake, waking up once during the night, uh, you have to eliminate that, you know, that can be normal for certain people, but if you're waking up more than that, then there's probably something else going on. So sleep hygiene mm-hmm. is something that's very important. So even, you know, we certainly need it as children, the bedtime routine, the human body mm-hmm. needs that over its lifespan. So is that why we adults are saying, how come these kids have so much energy? Oh, my God. It's like, don't you ever get tired? That's because we have been training them (laughs) to get the proper, we put a lot of effort into them getting sleep on time and waking up at a certain hour. So is that part of why um, kids have so much energy and we don't? (laughs) That's that's part of it. That's part of it. And And you certainly see that, you know. All the parents who put their uh, children to bed and do that bed, you know, bedtime ritual, and those kids are good amount, that good amount of sleep, very, mm-hmm. very, very important. Very important. So we need to turn that on ourselves as well. It's like, okay, yes, lights out. Get, uh, get yes. brush your teeth. Go to bed. Yes. 
Yes. Gotcha. Yes, gotcha. yes, yes, yes. And and then, you know, also it's important for adults to remember that part of our health and well-being centers around our own emotional needs. And if you mm-hmm. can organize your household to get your children in bed on a consistent in a consistent time, that then becomes adult time with with your partner or, you know, your your mm-hmm. husband, your partner. If you live alone, it's time that you're spending on nurturing yourself. Maybe that's when you can do a little bit of yoga or Tai Chi. The mm-hmm. children are in, are in bed now. Maybe that's when you could do a little bit of meditation. Or maybe that's right. when you could turn turn on some music and go in your room and just dance like nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these things, you know, it, it, it has a, a ripple effect in terms of how it impacts the household. So a lot of times, you know, busy adults say to me, you know, well, by the time the kids go to bed and, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, well, what time are the kids going to bed? Well, the kids are going to bed at 10 o'clock. And then oh, you no. still have the, the cleanup and all like that to do. Well, you know, you're not going to get into bed till after midnight. Right. And, and then you got to right. turn around and get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and it starts all over. Right. I, so I, we keep ourselves in. I love, an early bedtime. I love an early bedtime for children and I'm a huge advocate for it. 7, 38 o'clock mm-hmm. is good because most kids need about 12, 10 to 12 hours of sleep. Right. Right, and and the sooner you learn that and keep that as part of your life rituals, because I remember a time in my life where I was, it was I was asleep. I never saw the news. I was asleep between ten thirty and eleven o'clock, and I would naturally wake up at six o'clock, and it felt right each and every time. And I've gotten so far away from that that I'm like, oh, six o'clock, uh, uh-uh, it's too early. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And it, it feels, and so many people have forgotten the feeling of what it feels like to wake up refreshed in the morning. Yeah, it's a good feeling when it happens, though. Oh, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing better than when you, you you wake up and you're feeling, oh, my goodness, and you just want to just jump out of bed, you know, naturally because because you're refreshed. Mm-hmm. And your body, just like that cell phone that you plugged in the night before, your body has it's ready to go. It's charged. Yeah. Wow. So sleep helps us regenerate. Absolutely. That's, that's us restoring and recharging. You know, we as humans, our body temple is so wondrously and fantastically made that it needs to, it, it generates at night, it heals at night, it restores at night. Mm. So, and this is, you know, nighttime, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it is a mysterious and magical time for our bodies. There are so many complex processes that are occurring with because our circadian rhythms are set to do this. And and when the sun goes down in the night, they do X. And when the sun comes up in the daylight, they do Y. And this is, you know, again, designed to repeat itself over and over and over again so that we have this energized body. We have this mm-hmm. self-restoring body. We have this self-cleansing and self-healing body. And that and all c- occurs while you sleep. Yes, it all and occurs that, while you sleep. And if nothing else, we you know should look at sleep as this time when we regenerate, we restore. Like you said, we heal. And... I think that's a great reason to just get the right amount of sleep you need. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then really be ready to, to wake up and and see what the day is going to bring. Mm-hmm. 
it's a, you know, it's a, just, it's a wonderful way, you know, and then, you know, it's like, oh, man, you know, I can't wait to get up tomorrow morning, you know, because what I'm going to do when I get up on the morning, I'm going to nurture me. I'm going to nurture myself, mind, body, and spirit. I'm awake, recharged, ready to go. So I'm going to get my mind right through prayer and meditation, and after I get my mind right or through prayer and meditation, usually I reverse, I usually get up and drink water first thing in the morning. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. it's, it's lemon, lemon water because, again, while I was sleeping, my body was detoxing. And, mm-hmm. and my body detoxing, these, these toxins that my body is now ready to let go have been brought to the surface, and they've been brought into my bladder, and they've been brought into my intestines. So I want to stimulate, and I want to eliminate in the morning. I want to mm-hmm. let, you know, let everything that's going to come out, up and out through my pores and through my skin go and then through um, my urinary system and through my digestive system. I want to eliminate that. Then I'm going to pray and meditate, get my mind right, re- remind myself of what my intentions are, set some intentions anew so I'm watering the garden, and then I'm going to move a little bit. I'm going to move mm-hmm. a little bit. And that can all be compressed into, it can be, it can be you know, three, 20 minutes of the day. It doesn't have to be long. Mm-hmm. I right. enjoy it when I can luxuriate and do it for an hour, hour and a half. I just love that. But a lot of times, no, just, you know, just, you know, 20 minutes. Because, again, a lot of times mornings are busy and there's a lot that needs to happen. And I just, I, I find I am so much more a pleasant person when I give mm-hmm. myself the gift of, of doing that. And I am so much more productive and, and functional. And, mm-hmm. again, rested, restored, and renewed, and ready to go on, um, no matter what challenges I might be facing that day. Mm. Yeah. And it is about, you know, having that magical time uh, while you sleep, for the body to do its thing and then be ready for the next day for you to continue that cycle of caring for yourself and, and being there for yourself. Yes. And taking yes. care of that body. Yes. Wow. Yes. There's a lot to take in. <laughs> yes. On one, on one hand. But, you know, you have really kind of streamlined it and simplified it in so many different ways. That's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. When, go ahead. I'm sorry. I know. I was going to say, yeah. When 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 you think about it, it does make sense. It is simple yet profound. Mm-hmm. And it's easy yet it takes a lifetime to master. Right. And also consistency yes. is the key to really um, any kind of success. It's just, you know, not looking for There's There's no end on that journey. Correct. You know, there's, there's just becoming better at it, going deeper, understanding it better, and just watching for results and then wanting different results and different things for yourself. So yeah. just, and I think so many times we just, you know, they said, what's your goal? You want to lose 20 pounds? Okay. You lose the 20 pounds and you're like, all right, I'm done. You're not done. No. You know, it's not just about the 20 pounds. It's about maintenance. Um, what else does your body need? What more do you want for yourself? Right. Exactly. 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 Yes. And, and so it's, it's, it's the ever unfolding. It's coming back. And again, I can't emphasize enough coming back to the basics and then coming back to consistency again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, as human beings, we need routine. So develop mm-hmm. a routine for yourself. Now the routine can have variety in it because, as I said, I'm, I, I can't eat the same sandwich every day. Mm-hmm. However, I can decide that every day, the first 20 minutes of the day is for me. 
You know, so right. one day it might be one kind of meditation, another time it might be reading spiritual material, another time it might be reading um, um, something that relaxes me, whatever it is. Another time mm-hmm. it might be singing, singing again as I find I find that a mind-body experience. So, mm-hmm. again, there are many, many, many opportunities that we have and consistency. So, you know, so my right. body looks forward to and your body will start to look forward to instead of craving sugar, you'll crave the meditation. Instead of craving the fried chicken, you'll crave the movement and the exercise. Absolutely fantastic. We covered a lot of material people. There's a lot for you to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, you couldn't Instead resist that one, right? Chicken, <laughs> right, I couldn't. <laughs> Instead of the fried chicken, there's some other stuff we can chew on. And really, you know, I've taken some notes, to be honest. So I think you should, too, because I think that waistline number is, like, brilliant to know where it should be. You know, at you know, at for optimum health, it should you know that you should have like a cutoff. If I'm over that line, I got some work to do. Um, and O S E equals sugar. Yes, people. So when you're yes. looking at something and there's an O S E at the end, that's sugar. Right. And you, you can make an informed choice. And yes. sleep rituals, I wrote down. Rituals and routine for sleep, seven to nine hours, is optimal for regeneration. Yes. And yes. also, rainbow and portions. Your plate yes. should be colorful, and no portion sizes should be no bigger than your fist. And yes. chew. Chew, right. chew, chew, chew. Chew. Chew your food. Eat mindfully. No mm-hmm. no eating and texting. No eating and TV. You know, no, no, no. Pay attention. No, Notice okay. what it is that you're eating. Yes. She used to say, she used to say that too. Chew your food, child. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And, I, and people always say I'm a slow eater because I'm always chewing. Yes. So we've got some great, great points. And I'm telling you, we we there's so much more to learn. There's so much more, you know, that we can explore with Dr. Carol, and hopefully in the future we will. And but next month, spirit, yes, spirit, 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 which I'm really excited about, and I want to learn some more about that, and and how it all ties up this um, three part series. So yes. I am too. I'm really looking forward to and we'll do a little recap on mind and body and I'm really looking forward to putting them all together, mind, body yes. and spirit. Hallelujah. And you know, and we want you to have which is you <laughs> and I just, I love the theme of your show. You are oh, your best invention. Mm-hmm. It's your life. Invent yes. something incredible. That's exactly right. Exactly right. And I look forward to you. In the meantime, may you have a, a peaceful and beautiful um, completion to your fall going into winter season. Enjoy the holidays and be safe. I will. And I want to wish you know, that's you got a birthday coming up next month, too. I do. I do. It's a Christmas Eve holiday baby Christmas. Is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? It's Christmas Day. <laughs> See, I always forget. Well, you get both, you know. Yes, yes, yes indeed. <laughs> and it's and you are a gift, uh, Dr. Penn, Dr. Carol. Oh, you are a gift. Thank you so much. Thank you, as are you. And thank you for the opportunity to share with you and your listening audience. No problema. So, K-Party people, you got your marching orders. Um, You know, try some of this out for yourself, and I will see you next month. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Welcome to You, the Best Invention Ever, featuring host Valencia Lyle Saunders. 
a show dedicated to inspiring you to invent something incredible, your life. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.